I'm obviously not a health expert, so I'm just going with uh, the networks and what they're saying. Um, coronavirus deaths path sick past 6,500 worldwide. Uh, France has closed its border to contain the con- coronavirus outbreak. Uh, French President Emmanuel Macron said the country's borders will be closed to contain the, c- contain the coronavirus outbreak starting at noon local time on Tuesday. Moments ago, Macron said he was prohibiting gatherings across France, including family and other social gatherings. Uh, Russia will be closing its borders to foreigners on Wednesday. Uh, You also have um, Indiana reports its first coronavirus death. Earlier today, South Carolina confirmed its first uh, corona case. Um, Ohio closes gyms, movie theaters, and more. We're going to get to Ohio in a few minutes. San Francisco orders residents to shelter in place. Uh, So those are just some of the updates. And also uh, New York governor, uh, Connecticut's governor, and New Jersey's governor earlier today uh, did a joint announcement that New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut are uh, coordinating um, essentially corona restrictions, uh, including, you know, closing down restaurants, closing down bars. Restaurants and bars will only have... Uh, delivery uh, as, as an option, uh, possibly pickup, if, if I'm remembering correctly. So essentially, the governors uh, and the uh, local officials are, are doing more than President Trump and his administration has done. Uh, on the, I guess on the positive end, I mean, it's very, very early and obviously no results. But on the positive end, uh, the first coronavirus vaccine test uh, started today. Uh, Let me read some of this to you. U.S. researchers gave the first shot to the first person in a test of an experimental coronavirus vaccine Monday, leading off a worldwide hunt for protection, even as the pandemic surges. Uh, With a careful jab jab in a healthy volunteer's arms, scientists at the Kaiser Permanente Washington Research Institute in Seattle began an anxiously awaited first stage study of a potential COVID-19 vaccine developed in record time after the new virus exploded from China and fanned across the globe. Quote, where team coronavirus now, Kaiser Permanente study leader, Dr. Lisa Jackson said on the eve of the experiment, everyone wants to do what they can in this emergency. So uh, this, although it's somewhat good news, uh, the reality is, uh, you know, they would have to do several rounds of testing, even if the vaccine was effective. Um, so this could take upwards of a year. Uh, but at least, you know, they're, they're starting to, to try uh, certain uh, vaccines to see if they would be effective. Um, I also want to read you this thread from a, an emergency room doctor earlier. I want to read this to you because I thought it was really, really instructive and frankly kind of scary. Uh, this is a thread from an emergency room doctor. As an ER doctor trying to treat patients who may have COVID-19, I can't underscore enough how much harder the lack of testing is making our job. Yes, we're used to making life or death decisions with limited information daily, but this scenario is very different. Here's why. For us, data is everything. Board certified emergency physicians, ER doctors are trained in a pattern recognition and rely on research to know when the preponderance of evidence directs us toward one or another path of treatment that could significantly help or harm our patients. With COVID-19, we doctors have very little evidence-based data on the basic science of transmissibility, incubation period, or even what measures would be taken to protect patients and providers. 
our best evidence, what has occurred in China, South Korea, and Italy thus far. But the difference with these countries, with these other countries with COVID-19, is that at the earliest point possible, a huge testing regime was used to determine the extent of the virus in the hospitalized, quote, very sick population, and the, quote, walking well, less sick population. We don't have that. Because of this novel coronavirus causes such minimal symptoms in so many young people, including children, as well as in older people at the onset of disease, we're not able to determine cases based on symptoms. This is how we managed the SARS outbreak of 2002-2003. SARS had a case fatality rate of 10%, but the ability to ID cases early and isolate them significantly limited its spread and kept fatalities relatively low. By contrast, COVID-19 cases are difficult to ID early above the background level of other respiratory viruses. So I'm going to put this um, in the super chat. If you're on Twitter, you could read his full thread. Uh, basically, this guy is saying what we all know. There's not enough tests. Uh, it's not easy to get a test, as we've been seeing from people sharing their experiences the last few days on, on social media and elsewhere. Um, and we're, at, we're, we're kind of at a point now where testing is not even, it's not that it's not, port, not important, but really testing because of how much it has spread and how quickly it has spread, testing will only get you so far. For example, this, this thing is spreading so quickly, and I'll just read to you what I texted my dad earlier, because like me, you know, like many of you that have to kind of convince your older parents to take this seriously, uh, I told my dad yesterday at 5 p.m. Eastern. So yesterday, like almost 24 hours ago, at 5 p.m. Eastern, there was 329 corona cases in New York City. Governor Cuomo just said at a press conference at, at 10 a.m. So I told my dad there was 329 cases of corona in New York City at, at, at 5 p.m. yesterday. Not even 24 hours later. It jumped up to 463. Again, 329 cases up to 463. And what's important to note about that, that 463 number, and this was hours ago, so it's more now, that, that's just the numbers they know. Because as I'm about to show you, which Joe Biden recklessly tweeted out and his campaign advisor, Simone Sanders, went on national television recklessly saying, there are many of us who currently have COVID, currently have corona, that are not showing any symptoms. It do, uh, most people, many people are asymptomatic at first, and it takes days to even feel any symptoms. So the count is obviously unreliable because there's plenty of people around the country that are not going in for tests, that are not being tested, that don't even know they have it. I already saw um, I, I already saw a couple of you in, in the super chat saying I feel I think I might have it. Are you in the count? And I hope you don't, obviously. So this is a very, very quickly moving thing. And if you watched me yesterday, if you watched me yesterday during my daytime live stream and then my reaction to the debate, I said I would not be surprised by this time today if the states that are, have their primaries tomorrow cancel the primary or postpone the primaries. Um, so far, uh, one state, the governor of Ohio, has indicated he doesn't have the power actually to 
postpone the primaries. All he could do is recommend. It's the state legislature of Ohio and probably these other states, Illinois, Florida, and Arizona, that would have to make the decision whether to um, actually postpone it. Excuse me, how is it that the CDC can be putting out guidelines to postpone or cancel any events with more than 50 people? This was the CDC's guidelines just yesterday. Here you go. CDC recommends against gatherings of 50 or more states close bars and restaurants. This was updated uh, today, uh, this morning. In an effort to slow the spread of the coronavirus update uh, pandemic, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is now advising against gatherings of 50 or more people for the next eight weeks. Okay, so how is it, how is it that Tom Perez, the DNC, Joe Biden, to be fair, Bernie Sanders has also not explicitly came out and said we should postpone these primaries. He did say during the debate that he was concerned about them. How is it that you have a Republican governor, a Republican, doing the right thing here, but the Democratic Party is choosing not to? Let me show you what Joe Biden had to say yesterday uh, during the debate on what he would do as president during a coronavirus type situation. Here we go. Thank you, Senator. Vice President Biden, some medical experts are saying the only true way to control this virus is through a national quarantine, requiring every American other than essential personnel to stay home. Would you take that unprecedented step of a national lockdown? What I would do is what we did in our administration. I would call a meeting in the Situation Room of all the experts in America dealing with this crisis. I would sit them down and I would do exactly what we did then. What is it that we need? Listen to the experts. What do we need? And with all due respect to Medicare for all, you have a single payer system in Italy. It doesn't work there. It has nothing to do with Medicare for all. That would not solve the problem at all. We can take care of that right now by making sure that no one has to pay for treatment, period, because of the crisis. No one has to pay for whatever drugs are needed, period, because of the crisis. No one has to pay for hospitalization because of the crisis, period. That is a national emergency, and that's how it's handled. So Joe Biden, and we're going to get to his misinformation on Medicare for all and Italy, because that's a whole nother thing. He has no idea what he's talking about. Italy having a Medicare for all system or a single payer system is not at all why the coronavirus has spread so rampantly in Italy. I'm going to get to that a little bit later. So Joe Biden, who the entire Democratic Party establishment, Obama, Neera Tandon, Terry McAuliffe, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all the governors, all the senators, all the mayors, all the congresspeople, all of them are endorsing him and lining up like ducks in a row, saying he is the proven leader. He's got the track record. He's who could defeat Donald Trump. He's who has the experience. Joe Biden literally just told you that how he would respond if president to the coronavirus pandemic is he would get all the experts in the situation room and just take their advice and go from there. Joe Biden, yesterday, and again, it is journalistic malpractice that no one in the media, other than maybe independent outlets, no one is calling out this dangerous misinformation. This is what Joe Biden tweeted out. The right to vote is the most sacred American right there is. 
State election officials are working closely with public health, health officials to hold safe elections. If you are feeling healthy, not showing symptoms, and not at risk of being exposed to COVID-19, please vote on Tuesday. Let me read that again to you. The, the person who says, I would listen to the experts. The right to vote is the most sacred American right there is. State election officials are working closely with public health officials to hold safe elections. If you are feeling healthy, not showing symptoms, and not at risk of being exposed uh, to COVID-19, please vote on Tuesday. This is what Joe Biden tweeted out yesterday. To be fair to Joe Biden, I want to read the second part of that tweet. He said, if you're exhibiting symptoms of COVID-19 or might be at risk, absentee or vote-by-mail options are the best way to make your voice heard while protecting your neighbors. Okay, so let's address the first tweet. And this is the same Joe Biden who just stood on stage in his arrogant, buffoonish way saying, this isn't about Medicare for all. If I was president, I'd get all the experts together and I'd step aside and listen to them. When Joe Biden penned this tweet, the experts, including the CDC, the Health and Human Services, all of them, clearly said, you do not have to feel symptoms to have corona, COVID-19. The majority, many, I don't want to say the majority, many people feel fine and don't realize they have coronavirus. It is a highly contagious illness, but not everybody feels it the same. Some people don't feel symptoms for days. Some people, when they do feel symptoms, they're very mild and people might not even think it's corona. They might just think, oh, I got a cough or maybe I have a cold. But you, as the Center for, Control, Center for Disease Control has said, since this has become a major news story, as health experts, as Dr. Anthony Fauci, Trump's only competent person, it seems, has said, you do not have to be showing symptoms to transmit the virus. Joe Biden literally tweeted out disinformation, saying, if you're feeling fine, not showing any symptoms, and not at risk of being exposed to COVID-19, please vote on Tuesday. There are several parts of this tweet that are dangerous misinformation. Let's go one by one. Number one, uh, if you are feeling healthy or not showing symptoms, you're fine. Go vote. I just told you that's bullshit. You don't have to have symptoms to have the virus. And you could, Joe Biden could be telling people, hey, you know, people that are listening to Joe Biden are like, oh, well, Joe says it's fine if I'm feeling fine, so I'm going to go. And that person doesn't realize that they actively have the virus and they might be standing online to a person who's older or a person who's more susceptible to the virus and transmitting it. Young people in particular, they keep saying young people um, are the least at risk of this. That's yes, that's true. We are we are less at risk than older people, but there are a lot of young people getting it in Italy and other places and transmitting it. It's, it's not like young people are totally you know immune to this highly contagious virus. Then he tweeted out, and not at risk of being exposed to COVID-19. Please vote on Tuesday. What the fuck is this guy talking about? We're all at risk of being ex- of contracting coronavirus, whether you're 95 or whether you're 25. The 95-year-old is a lot more at risk than the 25-year-old, but this virus 
could affect. You could get it if you're younger. So when Joe Biden is saying, uh, and not being at risk, and not uh, at risk of being exposed, what is he talking about? Again, this is the Democratic frontrunner for president right now. This is, this is the person who's standing there on stage and saying, follow me to the promised land here. I am the one with the experience. I'm the one who sat in the situation room with Obama. I've made tough decisions as his vice president. Obama delegated X, Y, and Z to me, and I got it done. I have the experience. People don't want a revolution. People want results. Meanwhile, you are passing off dangerous, dangerous misinformation that might lead to people that are, I'm not saying they're naive, but trust you, to then go stand in a line with well over 50 people, because most polling places have over 50 people. So why is it that Joe Biden put out rampant disinformation that the CDC, the CDC, their guidance contradicted, and nobody's saying a word about it? It's not just Joe Biden, by the way. It's his senior advisor, Simone Sanders, who was Bernie Sanders' press secretary. Let's take a look what Simone Sanders had to say on CNN last night. Our democracy um, is, is extremely important. And even in times of strife in this country, we have to do our duty. So uh, the CDC and folks have said it's safe out there for Tuesday. So I, you know, I don't know what Senator Sanders was talking about, but I'll tell you, Governor DeWine said it was safe in Ohio. So I, I encourage people to get out there and vote on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Wow. First of all, where do you even start? What's unbelievable to me, for those of you that follow, you know, the campaign and all this, Bernie Sanders' press secretary, uh, her name is Brianna, uh, Brianna Joy, I believe. Bernie Sanders' press secretary, uh, when she's gone on national television, you know, on occasion has, has slipped up, made a few comments uh, that were an error, whatever. It happens. You're on national TV a lot. You're working 24-7 as, uh, on these campaigns. And sometimes she has uh, made comments uh, that were incorrect and she corrected herself. When that has happened, oh my God, the media has pounced on her, including CNN, including CNN. They have gone wall to wall. Bernie Sanders, press secretary, is putting out misinformation, blah, 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 blah. Joe Biden, after Joe Biden himself put out reckless misinformation, reckless and dangerous misinformation, his senior advisor just went on national television saying that the CDC said it was safe to go and vote? That's a lie. They did not say it was safe to go stand in a line and vote. She's just either uninformed, confused, or just a gross political operative who doesn't even care if they're putting people at risk and they just want to win. So they're saying, yeah, you're safe. The CDC says you're safe. Even Trump didn't say that. So that's a lie. Then she says, well, the governor of Ohio says it's safe. No, he didn't. I just showed you the governor of Ohio saying we can't, basically, I'm paraphrasing, we can't in good conscience say it's safe to go out and stand in a line and vote. So the governor of Ohio, good on him, is recommending that the in-person primaries be postponed. But can you imagine if Bernie Sanders' press secretary had made these comments on national television. Somebody just mentioned if Nina Turner had made these 
comments on national television and wrongly said, yeah, the CDC says it's fine to go stand in a line and vote with an extremely contagious um, virus going around. Yeah, the governor of Ohio says it's fine, it's safe. No, he didn't. It's just unbelievable. It's completely brazen. And if we had a, a, a media with any ounce of integrity, by the way, Chris Cuomo, who, you know, pretends, oh, let's get after them. I hold the powerful accountable. He just had Simone Sanders on his show giving reckless disinformation that literally, uh, this is not a dramatization, this is not dramatizing it, literally could make people sick. That kind of misinformation. I'm not saying she intends to make people sick, but that casual misinformation that Biden put out there, that Simone Sanders put out there, could make people sick. Let's hear what else Joe Biden had to say that was just complete bull****. You have a single-payer system in Italy. I would call a meeting in the Situation Room of all the experts in America dealing with this crisis. I would sit them down and I would do exactly what we did then. What is it that we need? Listen to the experts. What do we need? And with all due respect to Medicare for all, you have a single payer system in Italy. It doesn't work there. It has nothing to do with Medicare for all. That would not solve the problem at all. We can take care of that right now by making sure that no one has to pay for treatment, period, because of the crisis. No one has to pay for whatever drugs are needed, period, because of the crisis. No one has to pay for hospitalization because of the crisis, period. That is a national emergency, and that's how it's handled. It is not working in Italy right now, and they have a single-payer system. (laughs) Now, with regard to what else I would do, the fact is that we're in a position where I would bring together the leading experts. So, according to Joe Biden, the reason the coronavirus is rampant in Italy is because they have a single-payer system. Uh, And he said, well, in Italy, they have a single-payer system, and it's a disaster. Is Is that true? Of course not. But of course, Bernie Sanders, for whatever reason, refuses to go at Joe Biden. It is political malpractice. Political malpractice. First of all, Italy, just a little, you know, dare I present some facts. Here's the health rankings of uh, healthcare ranks of all countries around the world. This is Population 2020, according to the World Population Review, France has the number one healthcare ranking. Italy has the number two. Hmm. Anat, is number two fairly high on a ranking system of, I don't know, over 100 countries? Number two? That would be pretty high, right? Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden says, oh, Italy's healthcare system is a disaster and they have single payer. Well, it just happens to be number two in the entire world. Bernie Sanders, I don't know what you're doing there. I don't know what Bernie Sanders is doing in these moments where he misses these opportunities. Here's another one. Italy is the world's second healthiest country. Same report I just read from you. Italy is known around the world for its healthy diet and lifestyle, so it comes as no surprise to hear it came second in the global index ranking countries worldwide on factors that contribute to the overall health of residents. Italy was beaten out for first place by neighboring Spain in the 2019 edition of the Bloomberg Health Healthiest Count 
uh, country index, which ranks 169 economies worldwide. Four other, four other European nations featured in the top 10, Iceland, Switzerland, Sweden, and Norway. All, by the way, all, by the way, have single-payer universal healthcare systems. Let me show you this list where Italy is number two. Let me find where the United Corporations of America is. France, Italy, okay. Let's go all the way down. Where are you, America? Oh, America comes in 37th. 37th place. Italy, second place. I don't know, Jen. You know, I know I, know I uh, did not go to Harvard, but is two higher than 37? Is two higher than 37? So what Bernie Sanders should have said, I don't know why he didn't. Italy, the reason that the coronavirus has spread rampantly in Italy has nothing to do with the fact that it has a single-payer system. What it does have to do is Italy, like America, did not act aggressively enough, early enough, with the steps that they are now taking. What they should have done, and what America should have done, was pretty much have a nationwide quarantine like they have right now, basically in February. That's what they should have done. That's why it spread rampantly. It has nothing to do with the fact that they have a single-payer system. If anything, more people are being tested in Italy than America because they have a single-payer system. You f***ing idiot, Joe Biden. But Bernie just let him, and to the, to the basic viewer, to the basic viewer who's watching that doesn't know all this, that doesn't have time to do the research, they're saying, oh, wait. Italy has a system that Bernie's advocating for, and it's a disaster in Italy, so I don't know if I want this Medicare for all. Bernie let him basically muddy the waters, confuse things, and he had an opportunity to be like, uh, that Italy you're talking about is ranked number, second, number two in the whole entire world. And the reason Italy is such a mess right now is not because they have universal health care, it's because they didn't take the immediate actions that we have not taken in America. By the way, when it's all said and done, United Corporations of America might end up being worse than Italy. I hope that's not the case, but it's very possible. We don't have the testing that Italy has. We certainly do not have the hospital capacity. I mean, they obviously have way, way less people that live in Italy. I think Italy is about 60 million, we're 330 million. But Joe Biden is just lying. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's, he's, he's lying. He, he lied. And you want to know something? You want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he wasn't knowingly putting out misinformation by telling people, if you're not feeling symptoms, uh, you know, go vote, you're fine. That's almost worse than intentionally giving people misinformation. Either way you slice it, he either knowingly put out misinformation because he knows his, his bread is buttered with older voters, and he wants them out there before this thing gets way worse. He wants them out there in Arizona. He wants them out there in Illinois. He wants them out in Florida. He wants them out in Arizona. Or he's incompetent. And he doesn't understand what the CDC was advising, which was you don't have to have symptoms. You can still have coronavirus. Uh, God forbid, but I could have it right now, and I feel fine. You could have it right now, even if you feel fine. 
it's the type of thing where if you walk and you get close to someone who has it and they might not know they have it, it's a highly contagious virus. Which, which one is worse? Is he intentionally putting out the wrong information or is he incompetent, doesn't understand it, and is also putting out the wrong information? By the way, this is the same Joe Biden who says, no, I didn't vote for the war in Iraq thinking that I was giving George Bush the approval to go to war. No, generally when I vote for something called the authorization for military force, that's not to actually go to war. That's just so we could all have tea and sing Kumbaya. Hope you enjoyed that last video. Hop on over to statusquo.com where you can sign up for our email list and become a member for as low as five to ten dollars a month. Membership is how we grow. That's statusquo.com slash join. And remember, join our email list so we can grow the revolution with you. So Elizabeth Warren, who, you know, clearly doesn't give a damn about the things she claims to champion for, writes this today. The coronavirus relief package awaiting a Senate vote should not be delayed, and we must pass it immediately. But we need to do more. The U.S. is heading towards a recession, and Speaker Pelosi has already announced plans for additional emergency response. This is the right approach. We must act quickly to enact a major fiscal stimulus package that wards off economic disaster. This legislation must meet the challenge of the crisis we face by taking the next steps crucial to safeguarding our public health, including truly universal paid leave. And it must learn from the lessons of our response to the 2008 financial crash. During 2008, I watched firsthand as our government offered a no-strings-attached bailout to the, game, to the same giant banks that had driven our economy over a cliff. Meanwhile, the government did too little for most homeowners facing foreclosure. In the years that followed, the big banks quickly returned to profitability while countless American families struggled to recover. We could do better this time. First, the stimulus must be large enough to match the challenges that families and communities face. In 2008, the stimulus package was too small, too, too tilted towards ineffective tax cuts, and too unwilling to make the structural changes needed to address serious damage to our economy. Once economists figured this out, Congress refused to pass another stimulus bill. The economic fallout was predictable, a sluggish recovery that left too many working families behind. Based on the latest projections of the likely economic harm of coronavirus, I have called for an immediate $750 billion stimulus, roughly 3.5% of GDP. Next, the federal government should focus on recovery from the grassroots up, not Wall Street down. This means focusing on helping people directly and in doing so, addressing the gaping holes in our economy that leave families one lost paycheck away from defaulting on their mortgage, car credit, or student loan payments. Direct help begins by closing the gaps in the paid leave policies already approved by the House. Direct help also means increasing Social Security benefit checks by $200 a month. That would send vital financial help to seniors and people with health conditions to make them more, that make them more susceptible to coronavirus. I can't read any more of this because I can't stomach it. So, I mean, it goes without saying to Elizabeth Warren. It just goes without saying. If only, if only there was a grassroots candidate. If only there was a grassroots candidate proposing paid sick leave universally. If only there was a grassroots college uh, candidate proposing a uh, guarantees, guaranteed jobs program. 
if only there was a grassroots candidate who has been fighting Wall Street that you claim to be against in that op-ed, if only there was a grassroots candidate who hasn't taken a dime of money from Wall Street, while there's another candidate who is literally doing more Wall Street fund fundraisers than campaign events. If only Elizabeth Warren had the opportunity to endorse a grassroots candidate that would, that would provide universal paid sick leave, universal pre-K, universal health care, universal education. Damn it. Elizabeth Warren's in a pickle. She just doesn't have somebody that could do that. This Elizabeth Warren is a case study. She is the case study on how Washington sucks in once progressive individuals. There's a lot of corrupt people now that when they went into Washington had vision, had some integrity. They suck you in and they spit you out as a establishment shell. Because all the things that Elizabeth Warren is endorsing that need to happen right now in this economic stimulus, that we need paid sick leave and we need direct cash to workers and we need $200 uh, for people on Social Security, I think more than $200, $200 isn't going to get you far, an increase of $200 is not enough. You know who, as president, be a lot easier to get those things done? You know who you would have a partner in the White House with to get those things done? Between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders? And this is why Elizabeth Warren, frankly, if she decides to run again, should be primaried. She's not a progressive. She is a self-serving faux-gressive. She is a self-serving faux-gressive. And Elizabeth Warren, let's be clear, Elizabeth Warren cost Bernie Sanders Massachusetts, cost Bernie Sanders a much bigger victory in California, a much big, big, bigger victory in Utah, a much bigger victory in Colorado, probably cost them a victory in Minnesota, might have cost them a victory in Texas. And now she is the gall after choosing to sit it out and not endorse Bernie because she doesn't have any conviction and she's not actually part of the progressive movement, she has the gall to say, we need all the things that Bernie Sanders is suggesting overall, not just in the case of relief for the coronavirus. It's just disgusting. And she won't be called out for it. Maybe some progressives will, but you know. And I think she's in for a rude awakening because she's not going to get, she's not going to get the same crowd that she used to get She's not going to get the same support that she used to get from progressives because she has made her choice, and that is to not, to not back up the progressive cause, to not fight for the progressive cause. And she's also politically a dummy because in her mind, if she actually thought, if she actually thought that by sitting it out, don't endorse Bernie, you will ingratiate yourself to future President Biden and he'll play ball with you. He'll, you know, take your suggestions for who should be in his administration. He might appoint you to something. I got news for you, Elizabeth Warren. 
Joe Biden is not going to grant you a parking pass in the White House, much less actually take your suggestions. If you actually think he's sincere, that he's going to try to push through your bankruptcy plan as president, I got a bridge to sell you. If Bernie Sanders supporters believe that Joe Biden now coming out and saying, I'm now for Bernie Sanders' free college education plan for people making less than $125,000 a year, which, by the way, is not even Bernie Sanders' plan. Bernie's plan does not have means testing. It's for anyone. If people believe that he's going to follow through on that, good luck. I'm very careful. I'm very careful about what I report as far as election fraud or any of that stuff. I don't want to just be some jagoff, you know, tweet, retweeting and sending out from people I don't know and la da da la So this was tweeted out during the Price is Right in Illinois. This was accidentally put out today. This is a CBS station with Biden at 50% and Bernie at 45%. With Biden at 986,341 votes and Bernie at 893,249 votes. Kyle had tweeted this out. I guess other people were tweeting it out. Uh, Multiple people are saying the station claims they're running test scenarios. I mean, it's certainly possible they're running tests, but I host a show. I never need tests for basic graphics. I dismiss the exit poll stuff as conspiracies, but obviously this stuff is fishy. It adds up, and I wouldn't put anything past these people after 2016. I got to tell you something. I used to work uh, at Fox News. I still have the scars to, to, to prove it. Um, I used to work at MSNBC. I have never, ever been in a control room where I saw outlets testing election graphics with specific numbers. I've never seen that before. And if you're testing with specific numbers, where do you get those numbers from? That's a pretty specific number. Biden, 986,341. Bernie, 893,249. Based on the polling, Bernie's actually down significantly more than 5%. So if they were legitimately testing uh, just to make sure the graphics are right and just throwing out numbers, why wouldn't they put up the numbers that the polls today are showing? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I generally report only when I have facts that I could back up. Uh, sometimes I report things and I make clear I can't verify this, but people I trust are saying it. But that smells fishy to me. This is Illinois. Illinois. I don't know. I don't know. Jen, give me a call. I want to get your thoughts on this before we wrap. Yeah, so my thought is it it definitely doesn't smell right. There's no reason they put the numbers out like this. One one thing that we do have to keep in mind, though, is that there are, you know, official people who release these these votes, and the, the outlets then report them. Some report them slower, some report them faster. So it's not like 
outlet, this local channel, is the one that's, like, determining the vote or anything like that. But the fact that they did so, so specifically and accidentally, you know, released this, it doesn't make any sense. So I wouldn't say, like, let's uh, get out our yellow vest specifically for this incident because this was, was put out there in, in the universe. But everybody should be aware of what's going on and I think take stock of all the anomalies, and anomalies is in air quotes, that are, that are happening because they are always not in Bernie Sanders' favor. They are always, it seems, in Biden's favor or the vast majority.